0: Welcome to the All in Gold podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to go all in on your business goals and create the life of your dreams. If you're new to business and you're determined to create productive habits and positive mindsets to set you up for success, this show is for you. I'm your host and coach, Linda Drozdowicz, and I'm thrilled for you to join me on this journey to business gold. Let's go all in. Welcome to the All in Gold podcast. I am very excited to be talking to you today because I have not done a straight up podcast for a while. The whole month of September I've been doing Facebook lives and I've been recording my podcast on Facebook live And it's been a really fun experience talking to different people on the lives and also just showing up live for myself and talking to all of you in a different way. And it's been just a huge learning curve for me and really created this comfort of being on screen, uh, showing up every day and recording lives really makes you relate to your audience in a different way. But today I wanted to talk to you just audio. I wanted to record a podcast because I realized I really missed this format. It's a very intimate format and I know myself There's nothing I love more than putting in my headphones and going for a walk and listening to somebody who is going to inspire me or make me think of something I hadn't thought of before. So I'm wanting to uh, give that to you, give that back to you, just that moment with me as we are thinking about business, thinking about how we can move forward, uh, what new plans we can make, what new challenges we're facing together and so I'm really happy to be here recording a audio podcast. Now today is Monday and I had yesterday was of course Sunday and my second youngest daughter Lucy hope she's not listening. Yeah, right. She is not listening to her mother's podcast. I can tell you that much. Uh, She barely listens to me now as it is. She's not going to be putting in her headphones and listening. So I feel I have freedom to speak. So she had to go to a dance uh, class and it was, I think about 10 minutes before we had to leave, but she was still in bed. So I knocked on the door and said, Hey, you know, like I'm ready to go whenever you're ready. And she started to pull the what? Like what time is it? Like am I supposed to be somewhere? Which I'm sorry you cannot kid a kidder. I used to pull that stuff when I was her age and I know a shtick when I see it. So I was like I don't think so. Get going. Anyway so she came out, she did not want to go to this class and you know, it all came out, the class was too hard and she was the, you know, she didn't have the skills to do it and she doesn't want to do it and she's just not going to go today. And I really was having none of it and usually I'm a pretty compassionate uh, person and what I knew right then and there was that the compassion that she needed from me was to show up for her and and not uh, accept that she was arguing for her limitations. Because we so often do this, don't we? We argue for our limitations. We argue for the reasons why we can't do something, why something's hard, why we shouldn't have to do something like that, and it's going to make us feel bad. And we argue for our limitations. And really, the bonus of a coach is that they don't see your limitations in the same way that you see them. They see the goal that you're trying to get to and they see clear sailing. They see you're 100% capable of doing that goal. You may need to reach certain um, challenges. You may need to get past certain mindsets. You may need to feel all sorts of feelings that you don't want to feel, but your coach can see where you need to be better than you can see. The coach can see the steps you need to take a lot easier than you can see. You know if you are trying to reach a goal sometimes all we see is just a vague muddled confused mess of things that we're supposed to do. And you know, the clarity that comes from having somebody outside of our own brains showing us, hey, no, you've got this. Hey, no, it's not that hard. You can do this is brilliant. And so in that moment with Lucy, I had to put on my compassionate coach hat and say, you can do this. You know what? No, I, I, you've said you're going, you're going to go You know, if you're making any kind of decisions about a class that you've committed to or a course that you've committed to, those decisions need to be made, not when you're lying in bed. (laughs) Note to self. So anyway, I got her to go and, you know, there were some tears. There was some, you know, gloomy, heavy silence as we drove in the car on the way over. And what I realized when I picked her up later, and she didn't say a word, which was usually an indication that she actually probably enjoyed the class and was glad she went, um, was it made me realize that at that moment, I wasn't really talking to Lucy, I was talking to my teenage self. And all of the internalized messages that I had at that point already learned as a 15 16 year old things that held me back for years in my life and I just wanted to go through there's about nine of these uh, messages mindsets that I had to really fight to break through and the things that I've had to learn in order to be successful, in order to go after the goals and the dreams that I have, these are some of the things that I learned. These are some of the things that I was saying to myself that I wished that somebody had said to me and dragged me out of bed (laughs) when I was a teenager and said to me. Because what I was thinking at that point, and what I'm pretty sure Lucy was probably also thinking, was Number one, that it's terrible to fail. I know that I internalized this message so strongly. Uh, It was partly schooling. You know, you learn from such a young age that failure is the worst thing that can happen to you. I remember the hushed tones in even, you know, grade one or two when we're just little kids thinking, Oh my gosh, I could fail this course, I could be held back, or even observing my classroom and knowing somebody was struggling. And I was a very, very empathetic child. And just my worry for that person thinking, oh my gosh, what if they, what if they fail? They're gonna feel terrible. They're they're gonna feel awful. And those messages that it's terrible to fail kept me you know I was a good student I I but it was it was a bit of that fear of failure the fear of of uh of being held back that drove me and kept me very you know I was I was the teacher's ideal student you know I was focused I was You know, I was doing the work partly because I was just terrified of what could happen if I failed. And of course, what I've come to realize as a business owner, throwing myself into business was the best thing for me because you have to fail over and over in order to succeed. There's no other way to succeed in business other than learning that failure is part of life. Failure is part of being in business. And I think sometimes what business owners, what I I know of the women around me, I think we go into business in part so that we throw ourselves into this challenge of creating things that are, you know, creating products and services and campaigns and Uh, messaging that isn't going to work and we have to learn how to fail and try and succeed sometimes fail sometimes be constantly evaluating but it is a way of working off off that old message that it is the worst thing to fail and uh, that's something that has really held me back in life and I'm so grateful that Right now, failure is a part of my life. Doing things wrong, um, getting things out the door that are B-minus work at best, I've learned that it is a very beneficial thing to embrace failure, So, which goes to my second point, which when I was lying in bed as a teenager and I was thinking of you know, I was a a real dreamer, I had things that I wanted to do and try, I wanted to write, I wanted to, you know, dance, I wanted to try all the great things, photography, art, you know, I was interested in everything. But I had that strong message, failure has to be avoided. So whenever I was thinking of things that I wanted to try in life, I always waited out in my mind is if there's a possibility that I have to start say photography and I have to be a beginner I'm not going to be the best in the class I'm going to be struggling it's going to be hard for me to learn this I wouldn't just not take the class because to me the message was you you have to avoid that you have to avoid failure you have to avoid where you look like you don't know what you're doing, or you're not at the top of the class. That held me back from so many adventures, so many wonderful things that I could have absorbed and learned and tried. Um, It really, you know, when I really think about it, that that really, it, it makes me sad to think of the things that I missed out on because I was avoiding failure. So one of the reasons that I, I drag my own daughter out of bed to say, "Get going. you You do not want to avoid this just because it's hard or because you are a beginner at this class and other people in the room are more advanced. Go in, learn from them. That's something that I have decided to do more and more, you know, try and be in the room where you are not even close to being the smartest person in the room. You're not even close to being the most accomplished. I can learn from those people. I can be inspired by those people. I can be a beginner. I can be the underdog and work my butt off and really try and get really hard work and get immersed in something that just because I want to learn it. And so, you know, taking on challenges, being a beginner, being, being the person who is the least accomplished in the room is now my new goal. Um, another thing that I learned as a child was uh, you can't handle feeling disappointed or ashamed or frustrated or embarrassed. Now, this message came strongly from my parents. They were, I've spoken about them before. They are the most, well, my dad's passed away, but my mom's still with us and the most compassionate, loving people on earth, but they really wanted to protect their children from feeling any of those kind of negative feelings and so if in that scenario I had presented like Lucy was saying you know I really don't want to go it's too hard my mom you know would have would have been like oh of course yes you it's too hard that's fine stay home you know uh try something else she was so she 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 wanted to honor my feelings and make me feel safe and supported which she did but I learned that I was not somebody who could handle difficult feelings. I learned that um, you know to feel those kind of feelings again had to be avoided and that um, I didn't get the message early on that Learning how to handle feelings strengthens you, strengthens your ability to take on challenges and that feelings are just sensations in the body and they're normal to feel. Um, Like a lot of us, we grew up thinking, you know, the, the goal was happiness. The goal was to feel good. The goal was to feel positive and that all the other emotions in life were to be avoided that you again I I spent a good portion of my life trying to navigate life by finding ways to feel good and let me tell you that's not a recipe for success and it's a way I think that encourages a lot of us to buffer with food and drinking and drugs and sleeping and Netflix, you know, we're, we're trying to feel good and we're trying to um, comfort ourselves when in fact what we need to get better at is feeling the difficult feelings and knowing that they're normal to feel those. If you've got a, a goal that you're reaching for, it's normal to feel frustrated, it's normal to feel embarrassed. It's normal to struggle um, and feel all those feelings and that if you can learn to process those feelings, you are going to be able to achieve those goals. So that was the third thing that I, I internalized and I really had to work hard to get over. And listen, all of these things that I'm talking about, they're a lifelong of learning. I'm not in any way suggesting that I have achieved these a hundred percent these are these are the lessons that I'm going to learn over and over on a daily basis because I truly want to achieve my goals. I really do want to have a thriving coaching business where I'm helping so many people learn how to reach their goals. Uh, that you achieving your goals is my goal in life. So I all of these challenges are necessary for me to help you. Uh, the fourth thing I learned is you should never be uncomfortable. I remember having many conversations about this. you know, even with I think it was with my sisters we talk about, yes, I felt really uncomfortable so, I, um, you know, I just left. And listen, I'm not going into anything um, about uh, feeling uncomfortable feelings around uh, people who are, you know, you're dating or you're um, like a male partner who is making you uncomfortable. If you're getting red flags, if you are feeling uncomfortable, if, if then pay attention to those feelings. Those are very real, and those are to be acted on absolutely. In fact. I really encourage uh, when I'm talking to my daughters, you know, to pay attention to what their body is telling them and to act. Do not feel you have to be the nice girl and, you know, caretake other people's feelings. If you're feeling uncomfortable about something somebody is asking you to do or something somebody else is doing when you're in the room, then by all means, act, act immediately, forcefully, you know, without considering other people's feelings just simply act based on your own trust for your own feelings in that sense what i'm talking about is not wanting to be uncomfortable in uh in situations where again like i'm thinking even of like dance you know that feeling of you know, when you don't know a step and it feels awkward and you feel like your body just doesn't know what to do. But if you keep at something like that, the discomfort goes away and you build this body memory of a new skill that you have that can uh, let you grow and change into a dancer. I don't know why I'm using the things dance. I guess I'm thinking about Lucy in the dance class, but um it's you know being uncomfortable is is where the real growth happens and we have to be more willing to uh be in situations where we're not comfortable you know what else is coming to mind right now is I own my own home and you often have things go wrong. Like I swear, there's something with doors. Doors are always going wonky on, on me. And I think it is on everyone, you know, locks, doorknobs, the, the door sticks, the doors, you know, like the, the hinge, blah, blah, blah. Going into Home Depot and not knowing what to buy can be a very uncomfortable feeling. It can, you know, you're kind of wandering around going, yeah, I just really don't have a clue. And it can feel uncomfortable. And what I learned is that most of the people in home depot don't have a clue either and they are you know comfortable walking around going yeah i'm just trying to figure this out i'll you know i'll ask somebody i'll you know watch a video i'll i'll do it myself and break the door if i have to um which i've done <laughs> um it's it's being it's learning that yeah discomfort is really where the growth is is going to happen and it it doesn't feel good. (laughs) But that's not the point. If you're learning something, it's not supposed to feel good and easy. It's supposed to be struggle. Learning something new is struggle. And um, the more you allow for that, the more you can learn and the more you can grow. The, where am I at? One, two, three, four, five. The fifth thing, um, you have to do things right to succeed. Now, I used to have this, and I know a lot of women have this, Um, I was under the impression from school, etc, that you need to get the A to succeed, that if you just do what's asked of you from the teacher, hello people pleasing, got developed pretty strong when I was a kid, if you just do what's asked of you, you'll get the A, and that alone will guarantee your success you have to do things right so when I had that mindset of course I was just doing what I was told I would you know I would read so carefully the guidelines I would talk to teachers I was, pretty methodical on making sure I was going to do it exactly the way they told me to do and all my brain power went into that and as a result I did get very good marks but my creativity following things that really interested me fell by the wayside. I wasn't, I didn't take chances. If there was an essay that needed to be written, I would follow the guidelines to the letter. I didn't take risks and say, you know what, I'm I, I, this thought, this idea interests me. I'm going to just, I'm going to write about it anyway. I, you know, uh, if, if I get it wrong, it's, it's okay. You know, it's just one part of my grade. I didn't believe that at all. I felt like, no, you had to do whatever you could to do it right. And as a result, I had a, grew up very, having a very hard time admitting when I was wrong. Like that's that's plagued me. You know, it's it's definitely um, a challenge to be able to say, "Yeah, I did that wrong. I should have looked at something differently," or "I did it wrong, and I did it wrong on purpose because I just felt like following that train of thought, learning how to be wrong." learning how to evaluate and look back at things and say, yes, I could have done better here or I could have done better there. Um, I needed to learn this more. I needed to spend more time here. Learning that being wrong is okay is actually a greater precursor to success than always having to be right. I needed to learn that more and more when I was younger that it was okay to be wrong, that it was, you know, the world was not going to fall apart, that, uh, you know, and then I could admit it, I could admit to mistakes, that people would still like me, even if I was getting it wrong, I could still succeed in life. In fact, I could succeed better. You know, um, I read one study once that the students who get the straight A's, uh, often, go into careers where they don't particularly challenge themselves. They play it pretty safe. They go into careers where they are guaranteed that they are going to continue to produce good work, get you know, get a good salary, but they're not going to take risks. they're not going to take challenges and as a result, they um, they aren't as fulfilled. They don't feel like, you know, there's that nagging feeling like I could be doing more. I could be doing something different if I really, you know, was able to admit that, you know, I don't know something or that I'm not going to do something right. It, it really is a, it can really hold you back. And I know I've, I've had to really work through that one. Number six is... Oh gosh, this one. Life is supposed to be easy and fair. <laughs> oh, I learned that as a as a kid. I learned that uh, it's supposed to fall into place. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, so many of us are brought up learning that, uh, you know, if you have a passion in life and you follow it, things are just going to fall away and the path is going to become clear and it's going to become easy because you're following your heart, you're following your passion, you're following your vision and that's what I kind of had in my head that Life would just unfold if I was following my passion. It would be easy because, you know, that was what you were told. Find the thing that makes you come alive, find the, you know, your your truest self, and everything will just fall into place. And, um, that's not true. <laughs> if you find your passion, I can guarantee you that it is going to be a heck of a lot of work. It's gonna be hard. Uh, and it's not going to be fair, you know again we have this idea that if you just work hard at something um, you're gonna you're gonna succeed. Nope (laughs) that's also what I had to learn. Nope that just like for everyone else on the planet life is both hard and easy. Life can be very unfair and it can also be fair we're all going to get about 50-50, um, some obviously more than others, some less, you know, I'm, I'm not saying everyone has the same equal opportunities, I don't believe that at all, um, again that's something that I learned, life is not fair, it's not, certainly not everyone has the same advantages, not everyone's starting from the same starting point, there is racism, there is sexism, there's homophobia, there's um terrible violent situations that people come from it is not fair um that some people have to work so hard and some people do not that is not fair but and I had to learn that I I was sheltered from that knowledge and I grew up thinking that um you know that it would be that if you just worked hard and you know you um you followed your passion that things would work out and that's not necessarily true it doesn't mean I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard but that it's not guaranteed we're not guaranteed anything in life we're not entitled to a successful career just because we put in x amount of time we're not entitled to um you know a fully booked business we're we're not entitled to any of that It has to come through hard work and perseverance and determination and even then it might require more than you think and you really do need to keep going um, at those points but yeah we're not guaranteed anything and that's that's a that's a something I definitely needed to learn as an adult. Number let's see two four six seven. Um, I learned this this is kind of following on that I used to think that I I didn't have to work that hard you know I I didn't have a real struggle in school because I was paying so close attention to what the teachers wanted and and I was born with parents who helped me out and my brain worked well and I was healthy and I so I was very lucky but I learned that even though I had um, you know, a very great family, and I had the brains. and I was very talented on a number of different levels that hard work was way more important than any of those. And it was actually even more important than being nice. I used to think that being nice um was the most important thing that I could do as a girl. Like I remember, feeling that that was like my number one role in life was to be nice and make sure everybody around me was taken care of and everybody around me felt comfortable and and good and that also was a bit of a stumbling block for me because I spent so much time thinking about what other people needed and what other people wanted And very little time thinking about what I wanted or what I needed and very little time being able to uh, speak up for what I wanted. I didn't learn that skill to, uh, to value what I wanted and to know that I could go after something that I truly wanted and I could disappoint other people and that was okay. I didn't learn that as a kid and I had to learn that as an adult that I wasn't responsible for anybody else's feelings or life or um their experience. I was responsible for my own path and my own decisions and that that's yeah that was definitely a lifelong struggle. but I'm happy to say that I have learned that one and I will continue to relearn it just like all of these lessons. I'm going to keep learning them over and over. Uh, The eighth one that I learned as a kid was you know if you feel fear you must stop immediately and back away. You know I remember this and fear to me translates into anxiety or worry or doubt. Um, all of those kind of, uh, wrapped up in, yeah, just this nervous energy. And I learned again to try and avoid that. If I was feeling that, It must mean something had gone wrong and I needed to back away. I needed to, there must be a different path I should be on if I was feeling these kind of things. It must have meant I was on the wrong path or I'd made the wrong decision or I was with the wrong person. Um, And what I came to realize that feeling fear is just a part of taking risks. It's always going to be there when we're trying to up level to the next level and that if you are feeling that lean in just like that uh that book by uh what is it i think cheryl sandberg lean in lean into the discomfort lean into the fear lean into the feelings of frustration lean into failure lean into challenge lean into hard work you know it's uh it is where your success is going to be so lean in accept that feeling fear is going to be with you no matter what you can't let it drive the um I, I believe it's uh, Elizabeth Gilbert who talks about driving in the car with fear if ever she's going to take on a new challenge she knows that fear is going to be driving alongside with her. And she said she's learned to accept that fear will be with her, but she's driving. Fear's going to be there, maybe nattering away, but fear is not in the driver's seat. You are in the driver's seat. You are the one who is able to process it, you are the one who's able to work with it recognize it, be aware, be aware of the thoughts in your brain that are causing those sensations and processing them in your body by movement, walking, meditation, um, any of those kind of things, journaling, writing, uh, that you, you are the person in charge, not fear, but fear is going to be with you. Uh, The last thing that I learned Oh this was more of a along the lines of people pleasing which is say only what people want to hear. Uh, Avoid telling the truth in case they get mad or they don't like you. Now this one is a an interesting one and I, I thought about that with Lucy when she did not want to go to dance there was a part of me because of the way I was brought up which was you know saying to myself you know just support her just you know she's she's having a hard time just you know like be more supportive be more you know kind to her but be that you know mom who says you know it's okay you can stay home today because that was what she wanted to hear and if I had been saying that, it would have been that I was trying to avoid her being mad at me, I was trying to avoid her not liking me in that moment and uh, I decided that what I needed to do more than that, more than protecting my own feelings of I would feel hurt or sad if she was mad or she didn't like me at that moment, um, I needed to be courageous in that moment and risk the relationship, risk telling the truth that you need to get up and get going, Um, risk her being mad, risk her being not liking me in that moment, risk having my own feelings hurt, be vulnerable to all of that but in that vulnerability which Brene Brown always talks about is courage and it's the courage to tell the truth courage to sit with the truth, sit with somebody else's feelings that they're having, the story that they're telling in their brain, uh, your own feelings, to be able to tell the truth, say not what people want to hear but what what they need to hear. Uh, that is courageous and that is something that I have learned and am learning so those are the notes that I have for my teenage self lying in my bed with all my dreams and hopes and the things that I want to do and all the things that were holding me back and all the things that I needed to hear and I needed to be coached on. And so I'm telling them to myself now and I'm telling them to you and I hope that this is uh, ringing true for some of you and that you find your way through as well. It takes courage, it takes vulnerability, it takes being able to look at your own life, look at your own thoughts, become aware of those thoughts and work to try and change them. And I am always here for you. Please feel free, of course, to reach out. Give me a call if you, if you really feel like you need a coach and that you could see that coaching with me would help you achieve your goals. I am 100% happy to do so because it really is my goal to help you reach your goal. So have a great afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you are listening to. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the All in Gold podcast with me, your host, Linda Drozdowicz. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and want more coaching tools to help your business grow, Go to lyndadrosdowich.com and hop on a call with me to see if one-on-one all-in-gold coaching is right for you. Bring your business and life to the next level. Go to lyndadrosdowich.com and let's go all-in.